Grow With Me provides exercises and tips for living your best life now. This means loving yourself and allowing positive change to find you when you're having fun being who you are. Many of us spend our lives in the future, waiting for things to get better or striving to accomplish the next thing on our to-do list. But we feel most fulfilled when we make a conscious choice to love our life exactly as it is in this moment. I'm your host, Dina Martin. This thing started happening to me over the last few years where people seem to come out of nowhere, like when I'm walking my dog or doing yard work, and suddenly I find myself in deep conversation with them talking about things like the meaning of life. (laughs) I'm not really big on small talk. So anyway, once I was talking to this guy and he tells me he believes the meaning of life is ascension, we're all returning to the light. I agree, but this doesn't explain why we're here in the first place, and I believe that's to experience ourselves. If all we knew was love and light, then we don't experience contrast. Our obstacles and our challenges give us the opportunity to experience ourselves and become more of who we are, which is love. If things always stay the same, which is impossible, but we'd always love ourselves the same, and then we're not ascending. Think about the moments in your life that shaped you most. One of mine was childbirth. When I was pregnant with my first child 12 years ago, at first I was terrified of the idea of childbirth. A lot of that had to do with culture and the way childbirth is portrayed in the media. Then someone had me watch Ricky Lake's documentary, The Business of Being Born, and it blew my mind. If you haven't seen it, it follows women through their childbirths and shows how birth is a natural process, and it explains how unnecessary interventions can lead to undesirable outcomes. From that point on, I started researching everything there was to know about childbirth, and I took a six-week class to know what to do when the time comes. I was ready. Pretty much nobody I knew had natural childbirths, so I didn't have a ton of support. People would say things like, just take the drugs. Trust me. When my time came, I had a beautiful 22 hours of labor before birthing my son, Max, without drugs or any other interventions. It was an extremely empowering feeling to conquer my fear of childbirth, to ignore the critics, and to defy everything I previously knew to be true. I believed in myself, and I loved myself more for it. This was the first time in my life where I thought, maybe everyone doesn't know better than me. The things we're meant to do in our lives require us to carve our own path. The maps left by others will never lead us true. Each of us is entirely unique. Nobody needs to like us or agree with us. When we're true to ourselves, the things we do aren't for anyone else. They're just what our hearts want to do. But when when we're following our hearts, we're doing what's best for us, and it's inevitably what's best for everyone. We're acting in the highest good of all. We're all connected, and our authenticity is felt by everyone around us. It helps inspire others to move from their hearts as well. A couple years ago, this guy started talking to me the way strangers do, and almost immediately told me about the worst day of his life. He said he was addicted to drugs, and at his low point, he got in a horrible motorcycle accident. He was lying on the side of the road, praying to die, and someone he knew saw him and called for help. 
In the hospital, he was given the choice of a couple different recovery programs, and he chose a program called No Longer Bound here in the Atlanta area that helps men with addiction. He had amazing things to say about this program that helped him overcome his addiction and get back on his feet. I asked him, what made you decide to live? And he said, love. I was surrounded by so much love in this program. That struck a chord with me. It wasn't hope. He didn't need hope. Just love. In the program, they were telling him he's worthy of love just because. And something in him believed it. The reason I say hope is a four-letter word is because hope implies that we're separate from the things we want. At the core of everything we want is love, and we are love, so we're never separate from it. I'm a runner, and this came to me one day when I was on a run. Why are you running? If you're running away from something, you'll always have something to run from. If you're running toward something, there will always be something out of grasp. If you're running because you like running, then you're already there. And the running example, my health or whatever else results from running, is a byproduct of the love I already feel within. And that's how our love grows. Nothing outside of us causes our ascension. It happens within. It's a result of a deepening of our love of self. As we heal and release negative conditioned thought patterns, we become lighter and more filled with love. The way out of these thought patterns is by moving through them with love. I'll get more into that at the end of this episode with our homework for today. So I've wanted a car for about five years now. Intuitively, the timing never felt right. I kept getting the message to love what I have. I released the idea that I need a new car to be happy. Then just a few weeks ago, it came to me, it's time to get my new car. My three kids are outgrowing my small SUV. As I was driving to a car dealership to check out some larger SUVs, I saw a no longer bound truck on the road. On the side, it said, we accept car donations. I hadn't seen or heard anything about this organization since talking to that man two years ago. I knew that's what I wanted to do with my old car. I found out the men in the program fix the donated cars to learn auto repair skills, and then the cars are sold and the money goes back into the organization. My new car came in last week, and a man from No Longer Bound came to my house to pick up my old car. He left a pamphlet about the organization, and in it was an African fable that I think is beautiful and fitting for this episode. I'd love to share it. It's called The Eagle and the Chicken. In the story, there's a chicken farmer who finds a baby eagle on a mountain that had fallen from its nest. So he takes this eagle in and he puts it in his chicken coop. The eagle watches the habits of the chickens and starts acting like a chicken. One day, a zookeeper comes by and says, I want to see this eagle raised as a chicken. And he said, I can help him remember who he is. So he puts the eagle on a fence and the eagle immediately flies back into the chicken coop. The next day, the zookeeper comes back. This time, he puts the eagle on top of the roof. The eagle looks at the man. He looks at the chicken coop. And then he flies back into the coop and is pecking the dirt. Now, the zookeeper is more committed than ever. And he says to the chicken farmer, I can prove 
He is the most powerful and majestic raptor in the world. And the chicken farmer says, he is what he believes. So the zookeeper comes back again the next day, and this time he takes the eagle high up to the mountaintop. And he says to the eagle, eagle, you belong to the sky and not the earth. Stretch your wings and fly. So this time the eagle looks straight ahead into the sun. He stretches his wings, lets out a big screech, and flies into the air, never to return to the chicken farm. Where are you limiting yourself? You're meant to live a life beyond your wildest dreams. Everything you are and everything you're becoming is within you now. I'm going to get quiet for the next minute. I want you to feel into your heart and feel into your potential. When you're the fully realized version of yourself, what are you doing? Who are you with? Where are you? How are you helping others? Take a couple deep breaths and close your eyes if it's safe to do so. What does it feel like to be this version of yourself? Do you feel lighter? Do you feel radiant and full of life? You found this feeling now, and you can come back to it anytime. Pay attention to anything that came up for you. Don't dismiss anything that seems odd or irrelevant. I did this once, and I saw a skeleton key. A few months later, I was at a fair and there was a booth with someone selling skeleton keys. I had never seen this before. I knew I was meant to buy one. I wore the one I picked as a necklace for a long time before I understood what it was. The key to my heart. I kept it through my divorce and while I worked on loving myself. Eventually, I felt like it was time to move on and I donated it. So it could be something seemingly small or so big and grand that you have no idea how it could possibly happen. I have that vision too. Or if nothing comes up, that's okay. Try the exercise again when you're in a quiet, comfortable place and spend more time with it. You'll hear me say things like, that's okay if nothing comes up for you. The reason for everything we do is love. Sometimes our instant reaction is to be hard on ourselves if something isn't working for us. In these times, love the part of you that's being hard on yourself. The way to overcome it is to love it. In the next episode, we're going to dive deeper into your vision for the future. The vision isn't there to give you hope for a better day. The things we want are feelings. We want to feel love 
and other high vibration feelings like joy and peace, letting go of anything that feels dark, dense, or heavy. And as I said before, these feelings are already within us now. As we work toward our vision, we love ourselves and become more of who we are every day. Today's homework is a healing exercise to help with this. For this homework, you'll need a pen and paper, or you can use your computer or phone. As you move through your day, notice when you feel fear, anxiety, or stress. When you have a few minutes, ask yourself what result you fear will happen. And keep asking until you get to your worst case scenario, which is your actual fear. I'll give you a couple examples. I'm stressed because I'm running late for work. If I'm late for work, I could get fired. If I get fired, I won't have a job. If I don't have a job, I won't have money to provide for my family. This is a fear of scarcity or thinking you need need money to be worthy. Next is the same example, but a different fear. I'm stressed because I'm running late for work. If I'm late for work, my coworkers will be upset with me. If they're upset with me, that means they don't like me. This is a fear of needing others to like you or approve of you to be worthy. If you're thinking, but I do need money or I do want others to like me, then I want to call out the keyword here is need. When we think we need things, then we stop being who we are to get them. Have you ever acted out of character to get people to like you? Or maybe you've done something you don't want to do for fear that you need money. When we love ourselves, we trust our heart to guide us and we'll always have every single thing we need and more. Moving from fear keeps us trapped in this life that feels mediocre and has an illusion of safety. So once you've identified your fear, write this down. I love the part of me that fears I need money or whatever your fear is. It isn't me. It isn't true. It doesn't need to be here. I never need anything but my own love. I love myself entirely. I am pure love. I am enough. One thing I want to call out, I am enough doesn't mean you're enough for something an opportunity, a relationship, or anything else. It means you don't need anything. I am enough. After you write these statements down, read them out loud. Then take a deep breath and know you've healed this fear. You can repeat this exercise anytime a fear comes up. Many of our fears are deep-seated, and it takes approaching them consistently and in different ways. Think of your fear like an onion. Each time you address it, you peel a layer off. Every time you face a fear, you feel lighter and you create more space for love. Thank you for listening to this episode of Grow With Me. Be sure to follow the show to catch the latest episodes. If you have any feedback or questions about what was discussed, please email me at growwithdina at gmail.com. That's G-R-O-W-W-I-T-H-D-E-N-A at gmail.com.